cannot see y'all anymore. What in the hell? Oh, I don't know. Y'all went away. I can't see you at all. My whole window went away. <laughs> like, I can hear you and you're both being recorded. Can you guys see each other? Yeah, I uh, can yes. see Sherry. We can see each other. What in I the cannot heck? see you, though. Um, I think you have to go, like, there's, like, a settings, like... Yeah, I'm looking at it, but uh, I can't figure out... It won't let me change it. It's telling me the camera is muted, but it's not letting me change it. Yeah. The camera is muted. Man, computers are so annoying, because it's, like, if we can't update our desktop, are they going to, like, give us... Camera is muted. Google Hangouts. Can I, I, like, trade it in for something? (laughs) Oh, because I turned the camera off. That's why. <laughs> like there's a, little bu- there's a little button at the bottom and everything that says no camera for you. <laughs> Let's put on our NPR voices. <clears throat> oh no, I don't have an NPR voice. <laughs> Good evening. You're listening to the Sorting Chat. <laughs> Hello. I'm Sherry, and I live in Washington, D.C., and I recently got uh, the Deathly Hallows uh, symbol tattooed on my finger because I can't, I thought it was bad. I don't want to go first. I hate introductions. I'm never sure, like, how much information to give. All the information. <laughs> that could take a long time. <laughs> I'm Dale. I live in Panama City, Florida, and... I really like Harry Potter. Like, I went to Wizarding World by myself and rode all the rides by myself <laughs> and ate in the Three Broomsticks by myself. And I should say that I have two children, so me going to Wizarding World by myself is probably kind of a selfish <laughs> and horrible thing to do, but I did it. And, I loved it. and I'll do it again. I'll keep doing it every year if I have to. So, yeah, there you go. Um, I want to try again. That was better. Do you want to go again now? No. Okay. (laughs) I'll let you you go first. Okay. So I am Lauren, and I live in Yellow Springs, Ohio, and I have written fan fiction of Harry Potter. I have written Harry Potter fan fan. I have written Harry Potter fan fiction. Um, And you will not find this fan fiction because it is no longer on the internet. But it does live on in my Hotmail email account, which is where I keep it. But I will tell you that my classic pairing during this period, which was when I was way too old, I was like 18, 17 or 18. Sometimes I lie and say I was younger. I wasn't. Um, my, My favorite ship, as it were, was Hermione and Malfoy. Yes! Dude... That's a really good ship to me. Like, that is a really good ship to ship. Well, I was just talking about this with some friends. Right before I did this, I was over at my friend's house. And I have a a friend who, um, uh, while she was working on her PhD, maybe she still is, in writing, in creative writing, fiction or whatever. Um, She was teaching a class on Harry Potter. That was the class. It was a literary class on Harry Potter. Um, That's amazing. I want to take that class. I know, right? We came to the decision between the two of us that that the two reasons why people are like this particular pairing is because they're both very passionate people. 
you bring two passionate people together and whatever and 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 schadenfreude <laughs> like um specifically in terms of malfoy it's almost like karma like if he were to fall in love with her it would be karma Oh, you definitely, I mean? because he gives her so much shit in the books, like, constantly. <laughs> like, he's literally just calling her mudblood all the time and just being all, like, so much of a dick all the time to her mm-hmm. that it would make sense that he would be just, like, schoolboy, cre- you know, like, you know, actually deep down really likes her, but doesn't want to, like, right. to admit it to himself. So he's just like, I'm just going to yeah, but- be a jerk. I just can't imagine. I mean, I know this is fanfic, but I can't imagine her going for it in any circumstance. No. I just no. feel like she's so much better than that. Sure. Um, we we both know Emma Watson would go for it, but maybe not Hermione <laughs> Granger. Wait, why maybe would not. her? Why would she go for it? Because why? she had a crush on him. It's like, it's so like I, info. I don't know this. I don't I know this. It's like an inside info kind of thing. Where when they were growing up, where are you getting your info, dude? It's like Inside. all over the internet. Like you should look like, and she's admitted it. Like I'm sure there's like interviews and video of her saying that when she was younger, like 11, 12, 13, she had her crush on uh, Tom Felton. And so, yeah, but I'm, so she was attracted to him, but I don't know if Hermione would be into him. Maybe she would. I've got a can of fizzy pink Moscato. To the revolution. I have my Harry Potter Tervis tumbler here. Oh, that's nice. Oh, nice. It's got it's got like a, a Harry Potter spectacles on there. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a fancy beverage too. It's just water, but oh well. I just happen to have a ginger a ginger beer. It's like butter beer, but but ginger. Mmm, gross. Well, well, yeah, maybe. I you know the older I get. I thought that Tom Felton was pretty, pretty cute as a kid. Oh, definitely. The, but the older he got, the less, I mean, and I love him, by the way, the less I thought he was appropriate for that role. Not just because mm. of his looks, but because, um, I don't know, I, I guess maybe I had a different vision of Malfoy than the author did or something, but I always thought of him as being colder than he was acted in the film. Yeah, like, because I feel like I was actually thinking back to, like, the fourth like, film. He was really kind of silly in that movie. Yeah. Like, the way he, like, you know, picked on Harry and whatnot. It was very slapstick. Right. And there was, like, cutaway scenes of, like, him hitting, I guess it was that kid, Colin Creevy, mm-hmm. during um, mm-hmm. when he was in the when Harry was swimming around in the Triwizard Tournament. I just, I yeah. feel like the movies in general, like you were saying it felt like kind of slapstick, but I feel like the movies in general, I just don't feel like the movies take the book seriously. And that really oh, always like hurts me. I, like I can't watch them because I just don't feel like they really got it when right. they were making yeah. the movies. Some of them, they had their moments. They had moments. Yeah. But I, oh, I in agree. general, I would agree with you. It's not, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy the movies. I think they're good. I like to watch them, but it's not oh, yeah, the same too. thing. Yeah. And she describes Malfoy as having a drawl mm. very often. Mm-hmm. And I hear that and I picture that personally as something much different than than how he's portrayed in the films. Which I, he's a rich, upper-crust British kid. He wouldn't sound the way Tom Felton sounds. No offense <laughs> to Tom Felton. But I, I, I even hear him sounding like... Have you guys ever seen that movie Kingsman? No. Uh, yeah. 
you know the one guy that really picks on um, the main character. Uh, yeah. He's got a little bit more of like the sound of what I hear when I hear Malfoy talk. But I Yeah, it's just kind of like the eaten, educated, yeah. like Yeah. And yeah. and I want him to sound like that. And I want him to talk slower than he does in mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, because he's and very want... like his like his speech is very cut, like it's yes. just very succinct. Potter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could read. That's my favorite line in all of the Harry Potter movies, besides, besides um, the pincers. Uh, the what? Or no, or no, when when Harry takes Felix Felicis, and he meets Slughorn, <laughs> and Slughorn says, "Potter," and he turns around and goes, "Sir," like that. <laughs> he's, he's like he just like, can't be bothered. Yeah, he's playing like so inebriated in that film. That whole like that whole sequence, that whole Felix Felicis sequence is just amazing. Like I feel like that's probably the best that Daniel Radcliffe did in the series. Out of his of, whole like, acting career, nothing exactly. can top. Out of all of those films, he no, did so we're well. including Broadway. We're including Equus. We're including How Equus. to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. We're including his whole. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> when he played Allen Ginsberg. He's just so dang adorable. Yeah. He's cute to me. I don't know why. <laughs> That's just me. Maybe it's just me. I guess the consensus is that he's not that cute. But to me, he is cute. Is that a consensus? I mean, I think you guys, you kind of, you guys don't like, you don't think he's cute? Um. Uh, eh. I mean, <laughs> he's, I'm the, I'm the I Rupert Grant white woman. You know what I mean? I'm, I like a the redheads. Cheers. Yeah, there you go. Um, I need some. I need some booze, man. You need to take a booze break. I don't know. I don't even think we have any. To be honest. No, wait, we do. I think I have some Chardonnay. Girl, I got a bottle of Manischewitz. <laughs> as soon as I finish this pink Moscato, I'm going for the Manischewitz, and I've had a sangria tonight because Ooh, sangria. <laughs> we're all adults. I'm actually going through the fourth book on Audible right now. Like, I fall asleep to right. um, Jim Dale's voice every single night because it's so relaxing and awesome. Well, let me ask you this, ladies. Mm-hmm. Have you both listened to the audiobooks? Yes, many times. Um, not. I don't think I've listened to them all the way through, but I have on multiple, so I don't own them because they're very expensive. Right, right, right. Oh, you mean you don't steal them off the internet? Like well, so <laughs> on, on multiple road trips, I have used all of the data on my phone by watching like <laughs> YouTube videos that people have uploaded of 10-minute sections of the Harry Potter yes. audiobook. Yes, right, right. and I've done And that. that's a really good way to use all the data on your phone very quickly if right, you're driving yeah, cross-country. Totally, yeah. Um, I actually found out that if you get Audible, like if you become like a member every month, mm-hmm. the Harry Potter books are like 30 bucks. But it mm. costs fifteen a month to be a part of it, and you get one credit a month, so you get a free book every month. So I just stayed an Audible like on on the membership until mm-hmm. I had all the Harry Potter books. So it was like I got them all. <laughs> half Genius. Off. Yeah. So I have them all. I think I have them all except for the first one on Audible. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, basically it's like I got them for 50% off. Well, Anthony has gotten them off of SoulSeek because he can't be bothered to be, you know, he's a socialist. So um, he can't be bothered to engage in capitalism or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or he's just, well, he's just poor. I don't know. But we have, 
<laughs> we have Jim Dale and we have Stephen Fry. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like my current goal to get all of the Harry Potter books in the UK versions. I want all of them. And I want to get all the Audible, like the Stephen Fry versions as mm -hmm. well. But I love Jim Dale. Like, I just think he's amazing. I, he I think he does better voices, Jim Dale. And my only problem with him is that when Bellat Bellatrix Lestrange enters the books, he gives her a French accent. Yes, 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 yes. He <laughs> also like, pronounces words differently than I think yeah. he pronounces. Uh, like he says Voldemort, which Voldemort. I mean, yeah, that is the yeah. French pronunciation, I guess. Sherry, you took French. That's how you would pronounce it, right? Voldemort. If it were French. Yeah. But... Yeah, but I'm not convinced it's French. <clears throat> no. Yeah, exactly. Well, I need to hear JK. We need to get her on the show. Yeah. I know that next step. <laughs> she is a linguist and she's she has French heritage. So maybe. You know what okay. I'm saying? That could have been part of her, you know, reasoning for making Voldemort Voldemort. I don't know. He also, yeah. But I feel like I've heard her say it before, like in that's interviews. So and I don't think that's how she pronounces it. Yeah, I, I, I believe that's correct. But I, it's so odd to hear him say that. And then there's just little things like different accents and stuff he gives to people, like you said, like Bellatrix, that kind of throws me. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't think he gives McGonagall a Scottish accent, which when when I'm reading. To my daughter, I do. It's very difficult <laughs> yes. for me to do. We can do record because... our own audiobook. Hey, Lauren, can yeah. you just record yourself reading to Lucy <laughs> and then send it to me so I can hear it? Uh, Please? No, but hold on. Damn it. I'm just going to get my copy of The Sorcerer's Stone. We should all get a book and pick a character and do a voice in their accent. Oh, no. I'm so bad at accents. And you know what I found out? I remember I was doing Oliver Wood in Scottish until I realized there's no precedent for that in the books. It's not, that's from the film. Uh -huh. What does he say? Ah, uh, uh, you'd like it now. It's, it's wicked fast and damn near impossible to catch or something like that. God, I had such a crush on that guy. Oh, my God, when that movie came out. Sean Biggerstaff. And his character was Oliver Wood. I got it. I'm sure much has been made of this connection in the past. <laughs> Miss Granger, five points. <laughs> we'll be taken. Wait, I don't think you... McGonagall would ever laugh this much. Miss Granger, you foolish girl. <laughs> How could... I can't do it. I just realized I can't do it. I can't do Scottish. I, if you could see how it red my face is getting right now. I recently watched um, Outlander. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know. I, it was when I was in Tanzania. It was okay. To be fair, it was when I oh. herniated a disc in my back while I was in Tanzania and I was stuck in bed for three days. That's fine. You don't have to explain. I, had a, I didn't have as good of an excuse. It's not like that great. I just like. I don't know. I didn't have anything better to watch, and I was I got sucked into yeah. it. I watched up to when they got married. Spoiler alert, Dale. I watched up to that episode, no. and they like, well, they have sex for the first time, I think. And then after that, I like it cut off mid season, and and then I realized I wasn't as interested in it. I read well. like four of those books. See, I downloaded the first book, and I read like the first like 
three pages, and I was like, no. I liked I liked the first one. It's not it's not great literature, but I thought it was a, an interesting story. Like I was more interested in um, what kind of knowledge could you use as a nineteen you know as a World War II. Yeah, I mean, I thought the premise was really interesting, and then it quickly like kind of lost turned me. into hot sex. I'm I'm sorry. We have now derailed. Let's get back to in, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about British accents. I'm trying to learn received pronunciation. <laughs> well, everything is drawn out like this, but nobody really talks like this because it's called the Queen. <laughs> yes, no, she talks like this. She talks like this clearly. Uh. Don't drop your knickers or something. I don't know. Your pants. They call. Yes. They call. They pants. call pants. And knickers. What are you eating? A summer roll. It's like a salad that you then put in another thing and dip in some really good shit. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Man, you're making me want to eat. I'm sorry. I haven't eaten. I'm just going to drink my. I'm going to drink my blend, my wine blend. I ate beans on toast. Ugh. So good. That's British as fuck. I know. <laughs> I like literally ate beans on toast while drinking a cup of tea and watching Great British Bake Off. I don't know what's wrong with Dude, me. Dude, Sherry, no, Sherry, I love you so Dude, much. Sherry, no, Sherry, <laughs> let's let's rein it in. We got to talk more about Harry Potter. We're not gonna have enough for this fucking podcast. Wait, can I can I try again on my yes. introduction? No, it's been an hour and a half, but sure. I'm Sherry, and I live in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Recently, while I was studying for my comprehensive exams, got really stressed out and impulsively got a uh, Deathly Hallows tattoo, um, which I'm still pretty excited about. I want to say, I, it appeared as though me and Dale were both trying not to laugh. And I was laughing because you said, you told us then what our nation's capital was. I guess we didn't know. <laughs> there are people that probably don't know. Our nation's capital, Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> I really want to get a Deathly Hallows symbol, and I think it'd be really, like, a good idea to get it, like, by my eye, like, where I would put a tear like, Definitely. Like, right there in the corner. Right there. But I like it because, I mean, not to be, like, sappy or whatever, but it just reminds me to, like, it's, uh, no, that is too sappy. Never mind. <laughs> <clears throat> Go on. I don't know, because, like, when I was getting it, I was trying to come up with a good reason besides just that it looks cool and I like it, so it's, um... <laughs> you don't have to have a better reason than that. Just to but, be like, I, I feel like when I was trying to think about how, you know, in the books on Harry's parents' tombstones, you know, the last enemy to be defeated is death, and then I was thinking about, like, at least the way I, I interpret the book is, um, you know, defeating is the same as, like, being okay with it when it happens, mm -hmm. um, right? Because, like, that's, but so then, basically, it just reminds me to, like, I'm going to, I'm going to die. That's what it reminds me right. of. So like, And it's okay. And it's okay. And, like, don't, but, like, also, like, you know, make sure I'm doing things that I want to be doing because at some point I will die. Yeah. Yes. And then it'll that's be over. That's a great point. That's a great. Yes. Because I, I personally <sighs> have been having, like, um, one of those, uh, situations where I can't come to grips with more, my mortality or whatever. Like, if I were to um, 
put myself in Harry Potter world, what would that mean for me? It would be, I would need to live forever. That's what I would need. <laughs> I want to. I want. I need. I would need to live until I feel like I can't live anymore. You want to be Voldemort. I, I want to be Voldemort. Yes. That's exactly. I you want to have some Horcruxes? Like, what would your Horcruxes be? Really? Lauren, could one of your Horcruxes be Mon Mothma? <laughs> Absolutely. And the other one would be would be um, uh, Jordi LaForge. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Can you please explain what mom- whatever the Mon Mothma is um, is a character from Star Wars who uh, presents the plans for the Death Star to the assembled <clears throat> alliance. Oh, you want to know what it actually is that I have? Yeah, because I, I just want to know for like our podcast listeners because they may oh. not know. Do you know what I'm uh, saying? I'm the, sorry. That you showed I us the action are... figure. Okay, oh, I, yeah, showed, yeah, yeah. I have an action okay, so figure of Mon Mothma. And then Jordy LaForge. You have a, right. you have a Jordy LaForge action figure? Girlfriend, I have two. <laughs> so, I'll show you the other one. I don't know why he is wearing command red here, because he wears engineering gold, or operations mm-hmm. gold. Brent Spiner. He was in the Independence Day movie, wasn't he? The recent- he was, and he's... Spoiler alert... He's gay in it. Yes. Okay. Well, see, I've amazing. <laughs> that movie sucked fucking balls, man. And I was super excited to see it, but it sucked. Is Goldblum in you it? You can. He is. is. Goldblum's and, and you know in what? it. The little kid that played Will Smith's little boy is all up in that movie. He's grown up. He's like. He plays who? All up in there. It's not the, like the. It's not the same actor. Okay. It's the same actor, isn't no, it? No, it's not. No. Are you oh. sure? racist? Racist, Dale. No, I'm it's not, not the racist. Same actor. <laughs> I would like to point out that Liam Hemsworth cannot carry a film, ladies and gentlemen. He cannot carry a film. He does not have the charisma of a young Will Smith or a young or old Jeff Goldblum. Je- Will Smith is not in this no. movie. No, Jeff no. Goldblum should no. definitely be the Hemsworth, lead. Liam Hemsworth, Hemsworth is the lesser Hemsworth. In every way. Chris is way better like way better the lesser hemsworth that's so sad that i feel bad there's a third hemsworth you know he's better there is he's not even an actor though neither should liam hemsworth be oh i'm joking just a pretty face he's not even that he's not i mean we're supposed to like we're supposed to have some internal conflict in the hunger games like which one's she gonna choose no all the way josh hutcherson He's Josh Hutcherson is adorable, and, and he's not okay. He's and he's adorable. not even that adorable to me, but he's he's streets ahead. He's okay. adorable, like I mean, he's adorable, like as a real person, like in interviews, yeah. he's hilarious. I just want to say, if I had magic powers, if I were a wizard or witch, mm. I would instantly be evil, instantly, because all I think about all day is when people annoy me, what I would do to them. If I were a wizard or a witch. Because, and it started when we were on our way to the Badlands a couple years. Was that last year? I don't know. We were on our way to South Dakota. And we were stopped in somewhere where they had a corn palace. I can't remember what state this was in. (laughs) Iowa. Probably (laughs) Iowa. It was probably Iowa. Um, I know we had to go through Iowa. But, um, and some guys... We were crossing the street at a crosswalk, and some dudes in a jeep go to turn Did left. Did you say jeep? Jeep? 
a jeep. Some dudes in a jeep. D'accord. They go to turn left. They go to turn left. I was going to say left in French, but I can't remember how to say it. Anyway, they were going to turn left, and they, they just, they didn't stop. Like, we had the right of way. They didn't stop. They almost hit us. And then they yelled something out, out the windows. They were going, like, stupid bitch or something like that. And it has made me so angry since and then. And did, did I, you respond by going, Avada Kedavra? Well, no, I wouldn't do that. I I wouldn't kill them, Sherry. I would terrify them. The fr- I've thought about this. She just start yelling like Harry Potter curses at people instead of real curses. <laughs> that would scare them probably, but I think if I were, if I really had powers, I've I've thought about this clinically, methodically about what I would do. Because the first thing I would do was pop one of their tires mm-hmm. so that they slowed What's down. What's the spell I could, for that? I would pres- I, I don't know. <clears throat> Puncturous. Tires. Yeah, sure. Sure. I would start by popping one tire, and then they would be like, what the fuck? And then I would pop each of them in turn. And then I would... I've thought about whether I would start to crush the car, or whether I would um, crush their balls. Both at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, because then they wouldn't, like, know what to deal with first. They'd be like, should I deal with my balls, or should I deal with the fact that my car is being crushed right now? But I think I think my my end game here would be for them to know with with complete certainty that it was me <laughs> that was that that was doing these horrible things to them, and that I was not to be trifled with. Yes. And that's how I feel like I know I would be an evil wizard because I would go around all day like making people's coffee go cold and shit, minor things. Except for that one thing, scenario that I just described. It would be minor things. Like, I mean, I would, I would just, I would torture my coworkers in every, but I would make sure they didn't know that it was me in that case. If I could have magic powers, I would just like want to basically be Mrs. Weasley. Like, I just want to be able to make delicious food all the time. But like, dude. I know, like she's amazing. She's absolutely okay. Amazing. No, she's not amazing. Let me tell. You, let me say something about this. Okay, what? I love Mrs. Weasley. I love However, Mrs. Weasley. She she's got okay. In the second book, Jenny Weasley has been sent off to school. Bitch needs to get a job. Okay, they are poor. <laughs> she needs to get a job. What does she have to do now that all of her children are out of the house? They're constantly complaining that they don't have enough money for robes and get a job. Maybe she has a job. Maybe she does some like part-time house clean- cleaning or something. And they just don't, don't mention know. it. But they talk about how much work she has to do around the house that she yeah, can't like, get a job or whatever. What work do you have to do? Your house cleans itself. I mean, maybe you have to cook, but I have to think that you can do that. with. They don't cooking. have a house elf, Lauren. They don't have one of but those. But she has a friggin' wand. House like, cleaning up us. But, like, she might have some kind of, like, side work, though. Because, like, you don't really see her during the school year. Like, you don't know what she's doing. She might, like... That's a good She point. might freelance. She needed to write that in the book for all of us who are like, Mrs. Weasley, don't... Don't rest on your laurels, Mrs. Weasley. Maybe she, like, knits sweaters and sells them on Wizard Etsy. Okay. Exactly. I like that idea. Because <laughs> she is clearly making sweaters. Although yeah. I kind of have to feel like... Wizard Etsy can't exist because we can all do a spell to knit ourselves a damn sweater. 
I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? What? I mean, internet wouldn't exist at all in the wizarding world because you could just do whatever you want all the time. You could contact people. You can talk to anyone. Like, it just. It is slower there. though. I mean, owls <clears throat> are slower than text messages. I'll That's tell true. you, it's not a very efficient society. It's really not. In in any way, and I and I have my. There's so much in the books. We're all supposed to love the Wizarding World and wish we could be in it. But I kind of think, and maybe she said this somewhere, I don't keep up with, like, with the blogs or whatever, but I feel like she must have been writing it as, like, a dystopia. I, I think she must have. Because there are even, like, these parents, the Weasleys, that we're supposed to love so much. If you replace the word muggle with any race, they are super racist. You no, know it's totally. true. About oh, everyone. Exactly. Everyone in the book. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because even in the first book, like, there's a whole section where, like, when Hagrid shows up and, like, comes to retrieve Harry, like, he's totally bad-mouthing Muggles. Oh, like, yeah. Totally. Like, he's going into this, like, whole diatribe about how Muggles are terrible, basically. <laughs> and then he, like, and, gives and, Dudley a tail. I mean, that's a hate crime. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's a hate crime. Totally. Because then the Dursleys have to go take Dudley to get that toe removed and lord knows how much that costs I mean although I think he specifically (laughs) says he didn't do it because he was a muggle um yeah just because he was like a terrible terrible person yeah essentially well the Weasleys don't even say bad things Mm -hmm. about muggles it's just like oh if you go from the right if you go from the from the movie I think of her first line in the film is Come uh, every year, it's the same, <clears throat> packed with muggles. Like, imagine she said that. <laughs> Put your favorite ethnic slur in there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's honestly, is... like King's Cross Station is run by muggles. It's like yeah. everybody's a muggle. Like, why would you even have to like say that? Right, you're well, you're not paying <clears throat> the folks at good old King's Cross Station to take this damn train. Like, <laughs> we're just making you're making a a spectacle for those hard-working folks that have to get to work or whatever but so there's that and then you know the fascination the sort of like like in american history the the fascination with like bush people and like you know the people in africa and stuff like it's the same deal like oh they're so clever what they can think of you know (laughs) i don't know so i i feel like she did that i i have to respect her and think that she did that on purpose there's a there's a professor at my school who contributed to like an edited volume called it's like Harry Potter and International Relations, um, oh, wow. and I haven't read it but I would really like to read it um, and then maybe we we could talk about I don't know Harry Potter and International Relations. International Relations definitely yeah. definitely. Um, I I want to read it so that I can like talk to my students about it because I think like maybe it makes international relations more interesting for them. Tell everybody what you study, Sherry. Um, I'm getting my PhD in international relations. Um, and you're teaching what right now? So I just started, like, I'm a teaching assistant, so I teach section, like, two sections of a world politics class that's a requirement for all the, like, undergrad, like, for the freshmen in their first semester. But, yeah, I would love to teach them Harry Potter and international relations. I think that would be really mm-hmm. fun. I'd like to talk about what has changed for Harry Potter about us as we've gotten older. Because the first thing that, that that comes to mind for me is that when I, I, I started reading them as a teenager, 
And it was with, and you know, I didn't finish reading them until when did the last book come out? Like 2007? Um, yeah. Yeah. I was 23. Um, that was old enough to be considered an adult. Um, and by that time, I still thought of every character in the books as noble, as all of their, that, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. All, yeah. The, all the, all the good characters as noble, but the more I listen to it, the more I get older and, and, um, I'm just kind of mean now as an adult, as, <laughs> as you know, because I just told you what I would do if I had magic powers, but I start to really see every single character as flawed. Every well, oh, yes. the world isn't divided into good people and Death Eaters, Lauren. That's true. Oh. But every single one of them makes critical mistakes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, every, and, and it's, it's painful because you, you want them all to be happy. And it's like, actually, you know who, who, who is maybe the closest to being perfect is Lupin. Oh, no, I agree completely with that statement, because really? like, the more that I read them, yes, <clears throat> no, like, I started reading them at 23, like, I was given these books at 23 years old, and I read them in, like, two months, like, I read them through, and I have to say that, of course, I had this beautiful honeymoon phase of just, like, thinking every person in this series was awesome and wonderful, but and I and I still love Snape too. But I also feel like Snape is super flawed because he was just kind of a jerk. I mean, he was a jerk to Harry. He didn't look at Harry as anybody at other than you know James Potter's son. Like he didn't look at him as Lily Potter's son until the yeah. very end. Yeah. So like, like even if so he redeems himself in the end, he is still a jerk. He's a butthole. Yeah, he's for a sure. he's a butthole the entire time. And literally, I mean, you're looking at, like, an 11-year-old kid. Yeah. And just being like, you're horrible. You know, I hate you. <laughs> you know, basically, you're the reason that Lily's dead. You're the reason that, you know, I had to deal with this. And so I remember thinking Snape was awesome, but then, you know, kind of turning into this whole, like, well, no, Snape, he was in the end, but he was just terrible up until that point. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Sherry, tell us. You you had a, a dissenting opinion. I love Lupin. I think he is very close to perfect, but I do agree with Harry and like when Lupin tries to basically abandon his family and like Oh, I forgot come along about for that. the adventure. Oh, that my part God. Like, Yeah, that's I think that's a pretty serious flaw. Oh my god. But otherwise I point. do I love Lupin a lot. I guess we could say that there are minor characters that we don't see that much that that mm-hmm. We can't find enough evidence. Again. I think the I most perfect the character is Dobby. Yeah. I think the most perfect character is Neville. N- Neville? Neville is yeah. Neville is Neville. fantastic, but I'm still gonna go with Dobby. Okay. Okay. I agree. Well, Dobby no. is like the most. Dobby is my favorite character. He's just like he's he like is the most purest form of like self-sacrifice and like love and just the best ever that's true i mean he does tough things he does he's annoying though that's yes the he is he is annoying but he's flaw. so noble let's see it's not super self-aware that is true and that um, is a flaw which is okay <laughs> there's a point there's a point to be made for too much self-awareness however yeah um, who else no is but good? neville is neville is fantastic neville's pretty good we don't hear enough from neville to know I mean ever... I obviously like I love Fred and George oh yeah 
I mean, they're funny. Everything they do annoying things. Yes, but like um, I like I value funny over almost everything else. I agree. If I'm being honest, uh, Anthony, my husband Anthony, for for the, for our listeners, <laughs> <laughs> which will just be us. I I literally uh, performed your wedding. Yes, that's true. Oh, I would like to point out that Harry, uh, that Harry, you're Harry, not <laughs> Sherry, performed our wedding and was holding a copy of a Chamber of Secrets, no, the Prisoner of Azkaban, I think. Yes, um, I believe so. Instead of a Bible. We didn't actually read vows from Harry Potter, because at that point, Harry, uh, Anthony was not, I keep calling people Harry. <laughs> Everyone's hairy. Everything's coming up hairy. At that point, Anthony was not a huge Harry Potter fan, but he is now. Yes, because, we should talk about people um, that we've converted to Harry Potter fans. I don't. I don't know if I converted him or not, but um, he certainly. He. My husband now. Uh, he's read all the books a couple times, like actually reading them, and then probably two to three times a year, he will get out. He'll get out the audiobook recordings and um and play them all the way and listen to them all the way through just yeah. whenever he's in the car or at home and he puts something on the radio and then so he has said that his favorite character is Malfoy I I think because that's fascinating he, he's the funniest in a way um because he makes these hilarious he just says such awful things <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like when he's not calling people on mudblood, he literally, he literally says to Ron Weasley, "You were raised in a fucking trash can." <laughs> like, he was, you were born in a trash can, man. <laughs> like what is crueler than that, and and oh, thus God. what is what is funnier? <laughs> oh man, I mean, I can I can appreciate that. Um, um maybe I think Hagrid might be the best, like as far as. Like the most Except noble. He, hates muggles. he makes a lot of yeah. He's a muggle. I mean, hater. besides oh. his he muggle like makes... hating, yeah. he 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 puts his students in a lot of danger. Like the fact that he like gets a dragon. He drinks egg too and, much. Like, basically, is what I'm trying to say. He Yeah, dude. He uh. has like a three-headed dog that like guards you know the elixir of life. Like he is amazing. He doesn't listen very well. That's no, just true. He just he does his own thing, but most of the time it's very like. There's always, like, a root of just him just being very earnest and very, like, yeah. amazing in that mm-hmm. he cares about people. He cares about living creatures. Like, I mean, there's a there's definitely a nobleness to, like, his – I mean, I can't even think of the word. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so sorry, yeah. guys. No, um, man, what's that word that I'm looking for, you guys? I don't know. What is that word? Girl, I don't know. It's just guys. like, you know, uh, sincerity. It's sincerity slash. Um, he's, is he real? He's real. Is that what we're going for? Like, he's real. Because I'm real. Blah, 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 blah. Is that that J-Lo song? <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't that, know. That is a no, J-Lo song. It's a very old J-Lo song. It is. Slash Ja Rule song. Slash. Oh, man, Ja Rule. Ja from our high school years, guys. Ja Rule, yeah. I'm sorry, Sherry, back up and tell us what your relationship with Ja Rule. You're like, oh, God, Ja Rule. Those were the days. I, I watched a lot of BET in high school. 
had a real big crush on Carol for a little while, guys. You did? True story. That's adorable. Dude, that is amazing. It's amazing, Sherry. He's black. Art. I wouldn't say that I listen to J-Lo. I listen yeah, that's to what I was going to say. I, I know. I know, Sherry. She no, I'm not saying J-Lo. that because you liked a black person, Lauren. I'm just saying that because you're an interesting person. <laughs> Like, no, me. these are my these are the jokes, ladies and gentlemen. The jokes that we pull. The out jokes that you have to cut out of the um, final. Um, so to go back these to what we were talking jokes. about before, uh, about people that we've converted to the Harry Potter fandom. Um, right. I will claim having converted my brother because my brother previously like didn't read books at all. Like was just not really into the idea mm. of reading for fun or reading fiction. That too, and then, Sherry. Yeah, and then, like, after he, like, after law school, he just, like, had the summer off and was, like, kept being, like, what should I do? I don't know what to do with my life now that I'm done with law school. And I kept being, like, dude, read Harry Potter. And he was, like, that's not really my thing. And finally, I talked him into it. And then he read all seven books in, like, two weeks. And since Mm -hmm. then, and then, like, he immediately reread them and since then has just proceeded to read them over and over again for, like, the Mm -hmm. last two and a half, three years. Like, to the point where, like, he named his son Phoenix, which is definitely exactly. a Harry Potter. I mean, to be fair, that was his wife. That was Genevieve's uh, idea. But um, but they named their child Phoenix. Like, that's how much, that's how so deep fitting. into the Harry Potter fandom he's gotten. Can we which... point out that he was interviewed by the New York Times? Yes. For his Harry Potter fandom. Yes. Was he? he was waiting to buy... He was waiting yeah. to buy a cursed child at a bookstore in New York. He just got a Phoenix feather tattoo, um... And so, like, they were talking to him about his tattoo, and so he was telling them about uh, his son and his his How fandom. Awesome Phoenix is. Yeah, basically. Have you Dude. guys read The Cursed Child? Yes. I, I, this is the other thing that I did when I, like, hurt my back and was stuck in bed in Tanzania. And... Okay. I have it, but I haven't read it yet, so it's not up for discussion. Okay. Dude, Lauren, uh-huh. we have to talk about it as soon as you read it. Please okay. read it. I'm sorry. I will read it before we do the next one, but my thing is I'm reading another book right can now I, and I have a rule. Can I just say one thing about it? Yeah. No, maybe I don't want to. I don't think it's a spoiler. Is it a plot point? It's not a plot point. It's don't tell my me feelings that. for a particular I just never thought that I would <gasps> say that I love Scorpius Malfoy. Scorpius. No. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Guys, Sorry. shut up. Sorry. I'm serious. Sorry. Sherry, oh Sherry, my God. Sherry. It's not ruining anything, Lauren. You will also love no, him within the Sherry. first page of the book. Dude, okay. listen, Sherry. That well, I read like, the first page of the book. He's not on there. So that I liar. took away from this book is how much I love Scorpius. Like, Scorpius yes, is Yes, exactly. Favorite. Like, All right. Everybody so move on. Okay. We can talk about it next time. We're going to do our whole uh, next episode will be about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yes. Dude, perfect. I will reread it because it's a really easy read. It's like super fast. I went out and bought it the day it came out, but I was in the middle of reading something and I have and that was like a month ago. Yeah. No, it just made me sad. Like the only thing, the only reason that I was upset after reading it was because I wish I could have seen it. Yeah. You know, in play form. Because I just would, feel like it would, it would be more them ma- to do. It would be more magical. It'd be more wonderful. They just like every time the tickets go up for sale, they sell out. Because my brother, yeah. my brother really wanted to go, and he's like, "Dude, let's just buy tickets, and then we'll figure out how to get there." And then every time they like release more tickets, they sell out. Mm. It's like, well, it seems like they should do like a Fathom Events kind of situation where they stream it into the movie theaters. Yeah, they can make yes. some serious. They movie seriously could. Yes. Like, why aren't they doing Do you that? think they'll and make also, a movie of it, though? I doubt it. Why wouldn't they? 
I mean, it's a cash cow. Well, not cow. anytime soon. Like, yeah, not soon, a cash but... cow. Like, because there has been rumors of Daniel Radcliffe actually playing himself, like Harry Potter. <laughs> but I'm Daniel thinking... Radcliffe has Daniel Radcliffe in Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yes. I feel like yeah, someone yeah, recently you know asked I mean. him about that, and he was like, uh, I, I feel know. like they might wait. Like, what do you think that they'll wait until they're, like, old enough to play their characters before they release a film of it? Like, That would be an interesting way to do it. I mean, I think that would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, of course, we know that... J.K. Rowling didn't actually write this. No. Right, and I won't say too much about this, but like Mm-mm. before that reason, it does kind of feel like fan fiction. It does because because there are it a lot of. It was her story, but yeah, yes. but like, the writing style is definitely not her. Sometimes. Right. Exactly. Um, but... Which is why it does feel like fan fiction at some points. But I would I would have to say that there are points where you're like spot on. That would definitely be something that J.K. would like totally yeah. be okay with. Um, and then there are some points where I'm like, eh, maybe not. Are you guys going to see but... Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? Because yeah, she did not. write that. Oh, oh yeah. of course. Which I'm totally 100% all on board for any screenplay that she writes. Yeah. And I'm really I wish she would have because... written the screenplays for the movies, like the original movies. Yeah. That like, would have made them so much better. Like, why is she all about writing screenplays? I think she's, she like, all about like not letting go films. of Harry Potter, which I'm totally well, okay yeah, with. she said she wasn't going to write any more books. She kind of said that, didn't she? So she mm-hmm. can't, but she can write a screenplay. Yes. Did you read The Casual Vacancy? I have not. I started it. I didn't finish it. It was. It's not her fault. I, I, I don't finish books now. I'm in that phase of my yeah. life where... I don't know. I bought it for my mom and then she didn't really get into it. And then I read it and I really like it. I mean, like you can definitely tell like a lot of the way that she writes and especially the way that she writes like kids comes through. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And like it's I think it's a really great book, but they made um, an HBO like miniseries of it. And yes, yes. I thought it was really good. And she's just really good at the mystery genre. I feel like that's just like her niche as far as that makes sense yeah because, because harry, potter harry potter essentially a mystery series that you know when you read it the first time through there are a lot of mysteries zach wasn't interested in books at all like mm-hmm. for a huge portion of time and then i made him read um the seventh harry potter novel and then all of a sudden he literally just kind of he read the seventh into- one first yeah he didn't want to read any of the other ones because what Unlike me, like I was given all the books and I hadn't seen any of the films. Like, oh, at all. okay. And so I would yeah. read one book and then I would see the film. And then I mm-hmm. got to the fifth one. And at that time, the DVD had just released for the fifth film. And so right. I read each book. And so then, but then I was like, you know, with everyone else as the sixth and seventh films were being released Mm -hmm. and so um he had seen all the films and so he kind of felt like well i don't want to see i don't want to have to read the books but the seventh book he read and it kind of just like helped him get into reading like it really did and so he's read through all the sherlock holmes books he's read through all of the um golly the um maze runner (laughs) series like he's read through He's read all of the Hunger Games books because I like basically made him. I was like, you should read these books. And um, <laughs> but I want him to go back and reread all of the Harry Potter books because I feel like you're just missing out completely. Yeah, if you've you only know? just seen the movies, for sure. Yeah, you're missing out. Well, 
to talk about her writing style a little bit in terms of Harry Potter, and I like I'm not qualified to comment on her other books, but I would say that she, as the books age, she she matures as a writer in a lot of ways because her, I mean it is it's a series for children, um, but her writing is very um, practical or uh, pragmatic mm-hmm. in the first couple of books mm-hmm. like for sure there's not a lot of stop i mean it's it's very much like he did this he thought this yeah um, there's not a lot of stopping to wonder about the world some of it's implied and people and if there is stopping to wonder it's a speech that somebody has given yeah like dumbledore's it, gonna tell you what the meaning is it feels to me like in the first few books it just like she, like it felt very urgent to her like she just like had to get it on paper yeah, you know and I then agree. like as you right. know as it was doing okay and as she had time to kind of like sit with it and like you know spend more time on it um she definitely gets into that more um like right. thoughtful we have we have some moments of, you know what i mean of beauty beautiful and there's this one moment i think of and i can't remember i think it's just in the movie i don't know if it's in the book and so i can't really use it but i'm gonna say it because i like it it's when slughorn tells harry about his mother giving him this gift yeah it was the fish this yeah the flower the lily that turns turns into into a a fish fish. yeah yeah that's not in the book he says yeah, I didn't think so, but because I don't, yeah, I don't remember a, the sixth movie very well, so I don't remember that at all. Well, it's this beautiful little moment. I'd like to think she had something to do with it, but I can't say. Where he describes this this th- gift that Lily gives him when she's a student. Um, it's like you know, she it's a she this flower that slowly floats down and turns into a fish, and he says it's a beautiful piece of magic. I think it's what he calls it. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful magic. Mm-hmm. And then he says that he knew that she was dead because the fish turned back into a flower, I think, or mm. something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's not even the best example. It's the first thing that comes to my head because it's such a beautiful image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the book, he's drunk. In the movie, he's he's been drinking and he's burying his soul now. Too. Mm-hmm. This is the memory that makes him um, decide to tell Harry yeah. about the horcrux before we go we should yeah. we should talk about one last thing harry potter just say one thing um okay. well can i say one thing about this harry potter festival in philadelphia oh my gosh yes. um, really, don't talk about it because i'm like in, in no way so, able to go at all like i'm just not ever i was like go. just telling my family about it like hey this sounds cool and then they were like yes let us go and so now they've all bought train tickets um wow there, because they want to take the train, because it's like taking the Hogwarts Express. Exactly, so, I love. Um, they all bought their train tickets today. My poor dad. Um, he's just like not that into it. My dad's a real <laughs> muggle. Um, I mean that in the best way possible. But uh, but yeah, Lauren, you should. We should talk about if you guys are going to be able to come. Yeah. Um, no, we've already. I've already gotten all my. I have to get somebody to cover me at work on Friday. Okay. And I guess we're going to take Lucy out of school. For Harry Potter. That's a great reason. Um, Dale, let's get, let's have your parting thoughts. I just really love McGonagall, like, a lot. I know that everybody says that. And obviously Dame Maggie Smith just completely makes, you know, McGonagall in a lot of ways. But I just have a thing for her as a character. And, I, you know, there's some stuff, some extra stuff for her on Pottermore, like more stories and things about her as a person. <laughs> 
that just kind of make her a more well-rounded um, character. So I, I suggest that anybody who's listening to this podcast go on Pottermore and read more about her. She's just an amazing lady. And she reminds me a lot of my grandma, Jackie Patterson, because they're both very like headstrong and just strong-willed ladies, just very independent and awesome ladies. Well, I also have a replica of um, McGonagall's wand. Yeah. That I purchased from Oh my God, do you Potter. know who's the perfect character that I can't believe I just forgot about? Because we were talking about hmm. who the best character is. Oh, Luna Lovegood. Go oh, totally. Uh, no, no, Luna's not perfect. Luna's She's like an anti-vaxxer. I love Luna. You know what I mean? I have, like, I she... have Luna's wand replica from Wizarding Keep World. Keep off the dirigible pens. I like her quite a bit, but she believes no, that, in things that really just are that's not. That's a good point. Are not it's a good point, She's but like, I still love her. Okay, wait. Okay, can I we? we I just really want to talk pure. really quick. I just want to talk about just something came to mind, and I know that it's silly, but um, the cloak, the invisibility cloak. Okay, so like in the books, Mad Eye Moody can see through it, like with his yeah. Weird eye. What's up with that, dude? That's so weird. And then in the films. Like Luna Lovegood can, like on the yeah, train. Yeah, that's stupid. She discovers Harry, yeah. and because of his whatever, oh, the rack spurts or whatever, she can see the rack spurts. No, like she's that, that. Like that shouldn't be in the movie. That was like a real mess up in the movie. Yeah, because she first yeah. of all in the book, who finds him is Tonks. Tonks finds yeah. him. But I and do helps love. Him. I do love at the wedding when she recognizes him, and he's like, "Wait, how did you know it was exactly. me?" She's like, "Oh, just the, just your expression." Yeah, because it's supposed to look like a cousin Weasley. Like yeah, like I do like love Weasley. that part, but she should not be able to see through the invisibility cloak. That's not cool. Yeah. Well, that clearly in the films they're trying to make Luna into just that much more twee. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Like, oh, look how precious. I mean, mm. I love her. Yeah. The rock, the rock spurts. <laughs> okay, so here's my parting shot, guys. When I was 19, I had to work as a temp. One day, I got a, like a week-long gig as a temp somewhere, like working in the office, uh, answering the phones. And I wasn't very good at it. I hadn't really been trained. But there wasn't much to do. So I would, I couldn't read online because they had restricted access or something. So I would daydream about Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> and I would daydream that I, a poor muggle girl, grow up and meet an adult Ron Weasley who is a, a wizard but he's not like making it public right <laughs> and and, mm -hmm. we, and we meet and we instantly form an attraction and um, and I somehow find out that he's a wizard and I decide I want to show him all the delights of the muggle world and the first thing I do is I own a, at this point in my life I own a, a, a Kia Sportage not in real life in the fantasy this is <laughs> that's your fantasy car <laughs> A Kia Sportage, and I say, "Come on, get in the hop into Kia," and we drive out to the beach of Panama City, and we play, and we play mini golf, putt putt. That's amazing. All, and 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 on the way there, we're listening to the song "These Dreams" by Heart, yes. <laughs> and it becomes that is the background music for this montage that's playing in my head of me standing behind him, showing him how to put. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> and I remember so clearly being 
startled from this daydream by the ringing of the phone at this job. And the name of the <clears throat> company, at, I don't know what it's called now. Um, it's still there on 390 Inland Haven, but it was called ALM, Automa Automated Laundry and Machinery or something like that. And what I said, because I was still half in my dream, and I swear to God, this is what came out of my mouth, was not automated laundry machinery. It was <laughs> almighty <almighted> loading machines. <laughs> like, uh, almighty loaded machines. Something. And then, and then I just started laughing, and I couldn't stop laughing. And this person on the other line is like, are you okay? <laughs> Did you tell them, no, so don't worry I, about uh, it, I'm just daydreaming about Ron Weasley. I think I said, I'm sorry, I'm a temp. I, I, I'm i not the regular person who's here. I'm sorry I said it wrong or whatever. But it was the laughing because I couldn't stop and they're trying to talk to me. <laughs> now I'm going to think about that every time I hear that song. So whenever you close your eyes, I do. is that what happens? <laughs> yep. Because secretly, let's be honest, secretly heart, they are wizards. Oh, yes, definitely. On that note, that is going to do it for us tonight. This has been the Sorting Chat. Nope. No, it hasn't. <laughs> this has been this has been the Sorting Chat, and we are your hosts. Cherry. Dale. And Lauren. Lauren, you have such Good a evening. nice radio voice. Good evening, and may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>